Hello. So today it's all about managing expectations. And a lot of the time we want to do something and we have a plan in place of how we want to achieve a goal or our own little thing on our personal journeys, whether that be grades, whether it be um, workouts that you want to achieve, strength, whether it be you want to read more. And often we go, and this is really common in January, to be honest with you, which we're going to be talking about more in the episode, but people set, you know, January, New Year goals, and then within three weeks, they're not working. And so today it's all about managing expectations and how to actually make things happen for you. Um, Really simple, easy to follow steps. Another kind of episode all about back to school for most of my listeners. And hopefully it will help you to actually achieve more than you realize. Hello and welcome to the GCSE podcast. My name is Emma Howe and I am your host. In this podcast, we're talking about a lot of things to do with education. The current system, ways that we can improve the system, as well as just fun things to think about. Throughout the whole of the podcast, the idea is to get you thinking about how to transform the education system into something wonderful that will benefit all students. I have a massive background in education. I've been teaching for 13 years in loads of different capacities, but currently I run a business supporting tuition uh, for students in their secondary schooling, as well as home educating many students as well. I'm really passionate about reforming the education system, not just for everybody, but also for my little girl. I am a mum. So here we go. So for a really, really long time, it has been really challenging for me to complete my goals. And this was more when I was younger, especially in my kind of late teens, early 20s. And I would always set a goal and I would always set this in January because on January the 1st, it was a new year, new me. And whether it be I was going to get fitter, whether I was going to read more, whether I was going to finally finish the book that I've been writing for too many years, I do I have too many things that I want to do and then when I set the goal the 1st of January I will probably do it and many of you can relate to this for the first couple of weeks in January and then I realize everything is a bit too much and I've set my expectations way too high and then two weeks into January I stop whatever I'm trying to do and I think this can also be true for back to school so this episode is for parents it's for teachers it's for kids it's for teens it's for university students and it's about managing your expectations If you are going into the new school year and you are currently on grades three, two and three, and you're saying to yourself, by the end of the year, I'm going to get grade nines. I'm going to be honest with you and say that's probably not going to happen because the truth is, and many people have said this, we underestimate what we can do in the long term and we always overestimate what we can do in the short term. And what that means is that we set unattainable goals for a really short period of time when in actual fact it takes years to build and craft properly and there has been so many examples of this so 
one example could be Jeff Bezos. He started Amazon and he was literally selling books out of his garage on the internet, which was brand new at the time. Everyone laughed at him. No one thought anyone would buy anything online. It was a way like a really new system. And he was there with his big rim glasses in the 80s, 90s with his books behind him and a little kind of paper sign that says, and said Amazon booksellers. Fast forward 20, 25 years, and he is one of the richest, arguably the richest man in the world. And he is changing, whether we like it or not, he is changing with his company the way that we do our shopping, the way that companies use our data, and the way that companies can target us with advertising. And years from now, we will look back and go, wow, he actually, his company was able to change so many different things, which has good and bad. But he did it in 20 over a period of like two, maybe three decades. It's a really long time. So you if you're listening to this and you're starting year 10 or maybe you're starting secondary school or starting university, you are on uh, a couple of years worth of progress here uh, to get to your goals. And if you are setting unrealistic times right now for a vision, for example, and studying, it's not going to work. And this is also aimed at parents. I can tell you now, it is there is no point telling your year 10 student or your year 11 student that they need to revise for three hours a night on top of their school working week if they've had a really long summer with late bedtimes and long screen times to suddenly cut that off it's almost like giving um, someone who's addicted to something taking it straight off and going cold turkey it's a complete shift and they're going to rebel and it's not going to be pleasant for anybody involved so what I suggest you do is that you start slowly. And so I have, in the course of this week and last week, been working with my year 11s and we have been setting really small but achievable goals. So two 45-minute sessions a night and some of them have their mock exams in November, which isn't actually that far away, but we're doing it slowly. Some people would be trying to cram and rush and revise and that can lead to some really bad habits. And I want to bring this up because if you set unrealistic expectations for yourself, not just for academic success, but also in your personal life as well, you can put yourself under so much pressure that it's almost like a pressure cooker and it builds and builds and builds and that forms stress and then you can get sick. And I'm not exaggerating this at all. And that is why a lot of teenagers right now, over 100,000 teenagers actually, are not in school uh, because of anxiety, because of stress, because of all kinds of illnesses that they have. And that's for a whole multitude of reasons. But one of the biggest things is that teenagers are putting themselves under a lot of pressure I'm just going to be talking about the academic pressure today, not the other kind of pressures that teenagers face. And that could be for another time. But if you do have a goal and a grade that you want to get to, it's really important that you build up your time gradually. So it might be that you have never, ever revised before and you've never, ever uh, sat down after school to do some work. Do not tell yourself you're going to do three hours on that very first session. 
first of all, your body's not used to it. Second of all, your brain is not used to focusing for that long after you've had a full day of school. And third of all, it's just going to be painful for you. So start off with 30 minutes every day. And then the next week, if that's okay, build up to 45 minutes a day and just set it incrementally. So it's slowly over a period of time. And then that will be so much easier for you to manage. Also, if you are focusing for a shorter period of time rather than three hours, I guarantee you would do more in that 30 minutes than you would in the three hours if this is new for you, because within those three hours, you might find a lot of distractions. One example of this is I'm homeschooling an amazing young man at the moment who has decided to come out of school and his parents are fully supportive of him coming out of school. And so we're working together to for him to get enough grades to do um, college or A-levels or whatever he wants to do afterwards. And it has taken us about four months for him to get into a, a bit of a routine where he's able to complete work and set things for himself. And the trouble that we're finding is that he and not just him but many other students that I have lack motivation and intrinsic motivation like the why and I have spoken about this in previous podcast episodes but you have to as well as having a program in place to meet whatever kind of goal you have you also have to have an end point your end game and for some people their end game might be 20 years away like mine is <laughs> But for other people, their end game might be in the next 18 months or the next nine months. So whatever it is, you have to plan things out in the long term and then get there. And it's tricky. It's really, really tricky. But if you do things slowly over a period of time, then you're able to get there. The other issue I have is at the complete other end of the spectrum. And that's where I have students that are very high attainers and they are extremely stressed about maintaining that high level. So I have had people on the phone to me before in tears because they've not got straight nines in their GCSEs and maybe they've got an eight and they're a few marks away from a nine. That kind of stress isn't good either. And so managing expectations is managing your expectations of failure as well. And it's really important that you understand that failure is a part of life and that you instill in your kids or you instill in yourself that in order to get to where you want to be, you might have to jump through some hurdles. And actually, it's probably a good thing to jump through some hurdles because if you go through your whole life never failing anything, it can be like a monumental shift in you if you do. And when you do, because it's likely that you will fail at something. For me, my biggest failure when I was uh, younger was actually failing my driving test. And I failed it not once, not twice, but three times. <laughs> so that was the first thing I failed at. And I'll tell you why. And it's because I am terrible at spatial awareness. Like my spatial awareness is shocking, as anyone will attest or, or, or explain, because I found driving a complete mind boggling experience. I was so frustrated. Not only am I one of the youngest in the year, because my birthday is in August when I was 17, but I failed three times. And so I was nearly 18 at the point where I could actually drive uh, and I had passed. And for me, that was one of the biggest failures I'd ever come across because academically, I'd always worked really hard and I'd always got really, really good grades. But that was the first test that I didn't pass very well. And 
it really upset me. And looking back now, it's kind of funny, really. Um, I'm a very good driver, by the way. I've been driving for many years now. But at the time, it felt like a huge, huge failure. And if you only experience wins all the time, you never build up that resilience and your expectations are always enormously, astronomically high, that when you do fail, it's crippling. And it's really interesting watching, because I have a little girl, it's really interesting watching her grow up. And when she fails, and she's still very small, when she fails at something or doesn't quite get what she wants, she gets enormously frustrated. And this is very common around this age group. To the point where she's crying, getting upset. And we've all, if we've had children, uh, been through the terrible twos where they just can't articulate what is going on in their little heads. And so they'll just lie on the floor screaming. I've actually got one of my really, really good friends. She um, has a video of her son being dragged through a shopping center by his backpack. It sounds more painful than it looks. It was actually really funny um, because he was refusing to leave because he didn't get a toy that he wanted. And his dad's just kind of picked up the backpack, which was attached to him and just pulling him and it's very very funny if we don't manage our expectations and we fail that little tantrum that the two-year-old will have could manifest itself into like something an 18-year-old could have Uh, and that's a bit more serious and so if you are a parent and you are not allowing your children and setting them realistic expectations and have realistic expectations of your children as well, real ones. It's really important that as parents, we don't live our lives through our children. I see far too many of this, unfortunately. And you as a parent want to give your child the very best life that they can possibly have. That's you know what drives many parents to do the things they do and love the, their children the way that they love them. But if your child is not naturally gifted at something and you're forcing them to work and you're telling them that they need to work harder and harder and harder all the time, it can actually be really, really stressful for them. If you set, however, so, you know, for example, if you have a child and they really struggle with English and they just hate reading, it's just never going to be a thing that they're into. um, Don't force them to read because that's going to push them even further away do it gently. And if you have a child who absolutely hates maths, doesn't get it, screams, gets upset when they're younger and you still, and you don't get support for them and you don't make it positive experience and you don't look at how to make it more fun. And again, when they get to year 11, they're not still not doing well and you're constantly going on about it to them. They're going to feel so much pressure and they're going to forget everything in the exams because they feel that all they'll see and all they'll hear and I'm sure many of you can relate to this are your parents or people that have said you you're not going to pass maths you you need to do this and that's honestly why there's so many behavior issues because kids feel this pressure to do so well but they don't get supported in schools because there's not very good teaching in schools quite often at the moment because of all the teacher shortages, which I've done an episode on. And the other thing is that they don't know how to revise either. So I'm hopping around a bit, a little bit on this episode, but it's really, really important. I cannot stress to you how important it is to 
have realistic expectations. So here's my steps to find your realistic expectations and manage your expectations. The first thing you need to do is you need to write out um, what your grades are right now if you have a an expectation or a, a, th- a thing you want to achieve. You then need to be realistic about where you're at. One example of this is I'm running at the moment. Um, waking up at 5 a.m. every day because I've been able to get to that point where I can do it. And I'm running three miles a day, which is manageable for me. And I'm trying to cut my time down and I'm doing it literally 30 seconds by 30 seconds kind of every week. And that's manageable for me. And then I know over a period of 10, 12 weeks, I should be able to get where I want to go. It's just a little thing that I'm doing. Helps me wake up in the morning, helps me be more more sorry, more productive. And it's really, really effective. If your grades are low, do not go, okay, I'm going to go from a grade two to a grade seven this year. Just go up two grades max, go from a two to a four. Think about the things you need to get in place to get there. Do you need to get extra support? How do you seek out that extra support? How is it, what is it that's holding you back in that subject? When you can write everything out, and ask these fundamental questions to yourself, it's easier to manage your expectations. And a four is a pass. And quite often, you just need a four to go to college and to do courses that will give you amazing qualifications, like being an electrician, or being a bricklayer, or doing catering, or travel and tourism, or something like that. Not everybody is suited to university. I will not be the last person to say this, but university definitely has a place, but our world needs a whole host of different people with different skills in order to make it function. And so your dreams, you just need to manage them. You need to think about what's realistic for yourselves. And as I was saying to someone earlier, he's um, going to be an electrician and he will make a lot more money than somebody who has a potentially masters in some obscure topic (laughs) because they won't be able to find a job linking to that. And so they'll have to go on just after five years of studying, having accumulated easily £150,000 worth of debt, they'll have to just go to be like a barista for a bit or work in a restaurant because or work in an office for minimum wage because skills are more valuable than anything else. So have a look at what you can achieve right now with the grades that you're at, manage your expectations. And then, as I said, build your time up really slowly. doesn't matter what goal it is that you're setting, but be real with yourself. Ultimately, it's really important that your kids and yourselves are happy. And if you're fostering, creating an environment of stress, of you need to get this done, you need to be revising three hours a night, you they're going to be exhausted. They're going to be tired. They're going to be frustrated. It's going to be a lot of years of a lot of battles. But if you do things gently and you support them and you help your kids, and if you're listening to this and you're a teenager, you realize yourself that you have these expectations that you need to make for yourself, be real with them, really think about what it is that you want to do, then it's much easier to manage your expectations. I hope you've enjoyed this episode today. Um, Expectations are an interesting topic and quite controversial, actually, because a lot of people think that 
you must revise and work so hard to get grade nines. But in reality, only a small proportion of the population actually do get that. And often people with such high qualifications are in academia for a very, very long time. And we need a whole bunch of people with a whole bunch of talent in order to run our world. So don't forget that. Have a lovely week and I will make another podcast next week. Until then, goodbye. Goodbye.